listener production. G'day legends and welcome to another RIP episode of the Auntie Donna podcast. In this episode, we join Zach as he interviews two creative giants, Sir Paul McCartney and Peter Jackson, to get a peek behind the making of the documentary, The Beatles Get Back. Remember, you can get access to bonus episodes and the video versions of the podcast over at auntiedonnaclub.com. Hello and welcome to the Hollywood Reporter podcast. My name is Zachary Ruane. Uh, just this week we hit the year and a bit anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> we hit the year and a bit anniversary of the seminal um, documentary project from filmmaker Peter Jackson, Get Back, The Beatles, Get Back. Uh, when it was released on Disney Plus across the world, it took the world by storm. It was a, a look at a creative process that we didn't realise was so wonderfully captured. Um, in honour of this year and a bit anniversary, I've got two very special guests on the podcast. Um, the director of the film, Peter Jackson. Hi, how are you? Hi, Zach. Thank you for having me here. It's really a pleasure to uh, get in and talk about Get Back and uh, really fantastic project, project that I worked on uh, during the coronavirus era and uh, fantastic to have it work, working, working on it at that time. Thank you so much, Peter. And also joining you today, and this was a real a real privilege, um, mm. zooming in from London, uh, executive producer and one of the subjects of the documentary, um, singer-songwriter Paul McCartney. Yeah, it's so lovely to be here. Hello, Peter. It's good to see you again. Yeah, Paul, yes, uh, Paul, obviously a huge part of the documentary of mine. It was, well, yes, it was my band. That's right. No, it was, it was about, I was, the, the documentary was about... Uh, about the Beatles, yeah. little band I was in uh, from the, the 60s uh, through 60s. Uh, That's right. And we were just looking at that footage. It's obviously yeah. been working together at the time for quite a period from from memory. Uh, yeah, sort of working yeah. together and you've sort of... Well, you did such a great job directing those those videos and yes, the well, documentary. And it was lovely to have you along to the Letter B sessions and... You know, you put it together quite well. You know, it was a little bit long for me. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't sit through it. I sort of just put it on. Well, you're, I imagine you're there, but it's actually as a Beatles fan growing up in uh, New Zealand at mm. the time, just mm. fascinating to see that footage and how that album came together. So, we were just um, in London passing through, and we were working with a production company who had this all on a server. Mm. I thought it'd be actually fascinating to get in there and sit down and have a look at it. And, so is that how it started? You you discovered the footage. Um, was this something yes. that you were you approached by anyone at the Beatles, or well, no, how actually, exactly did it come? Well, up? I've been working as a filmmaker now for thirty, forty years. Oh, really? And making film. film really? Actually, made Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? so, oh, was that you? Tale of Two Cities oh. and um, the other ones as well. They're sort of stories well, of sort of small men, hobbits, and sort of running around New Zealand. And oh. uh, that was quite successful. Made made quite a lot of money out yeah. of that, and, uh, yeah. and other films, King Kong, and uh, oh, they're all you making Kong. You mean King Kong. Oh, right. and, and so for a long time, we're just making things. And uh, more recently, worked on uh, recreation of uh, World War One footage. Oh, right, um, right. Sort of called they shall, they shall yeah. not grow old. Which, oh, yeah, yeah. which is uh, we found old footage of uh, soldiers in World War One, mm. and uh, we thought we can actually use modern technology to really make it feel like you know these people. These right. people. So I've always been a, a World War a War a yeah. World War buff. Have you seen uh, Have you seen the documentary of the Beatles? A little bit, a little bit. Excuse me, sorry, uh, Peter, uh, uh, Paul McCartney. Yeah. There, there seems to be a bit of a problem with the connection. I can't quite understand what you're saying. Um, well, I'm just talking my sort of 
maybe it's just because I'm like 158 <laughs> years old. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. sure. Peter, uh, uh, but I Paul... have three albums coming out next month. <laughs> oh, really? We yeah, yeah. can't stop. I can't stop coming up with ditties. That's why I saw that footage we found in 1968, I think it was, when uh, yeah. you were making Get Back. Actually, it wasn't even a recording studio. It was actually, you were shooting. No. Well, the footage we found was actually quite incredible. They were on a sound stage. We mm. were shooting this, not great for acoustics, as you see in the film. No, no. And um, Paul McCartney was showing up and John Lynn and his wife, Yoko well, like Ono, were there. And you can feel that tension. You can feel that years of working together and uh, with George Harrison, Ringer Star. And uh, you just hope. One, one day in particular waiting for John to arrive is a little bit yeah, late. Yeah. You just pick up the guitar and start yeah. writing a song ends up being Get Back. Well, yeah, it's a sort of a... Have you seen the, have you seen the uh, documentary? Uh, yes, yes, I watched it. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and, so, and it was, you know, a brilliant film. Well, I, I really liked it. It was so long, but some of the most interesting bits of the process got, got left out in my in mm. my opinion. Oh, okay, and what, what, what were they? Well, sort of, you know, when I come up with a little uh, little sing-song in my head, uh, the lyrics are sometimes not the first thing that, that come to me, so I sort of use uh, sort of stand-in lyrics to begin with, like, uh, you know, uh, Yesterday, you mean, so originally that, the, the lyrics to that weren't uh, about yesterday, they were about um, scrambled eggs. Oh, were they? Right. Yeah, so I would, you know, sort of come up with the with the tune, and and then I'd just put some lyrics on top, and John would help me later. It was more, you know, scrambled eggs on my toast. I put my scrambled eggs. That was sort of the yeah, first yeah. version of the lyrics, and then right, yeah. you know, John changed them later. Peter, um, this is a film I think ultimately about collaboration. Uh, mm. You've uh, had a number of collaborators. Uh, um, uh, your writers, Fran Walsh, and. Um, and also, uh, you've worked at length with Weta Workshop, Weta Digital, mm. um, down in Wellington. I was wondering um, what it felt like watching some of this footage, and uh, were there any synergies between the uh, creative process of making an album and and making a film such as the films? My, yeah, my, more more recent years, I'm more looking exploring niches and crevices and places I can find. Mm. Certain things. So obviously, with they shall not grow old. It's footage of these young men going off to war, World mm. War One, mm. and uh, the footage was quite, quite deteriorated. Mm. We had to we mm. used modern technology to work away and find a way to make that feel like mm. it was we mm. shot yesterday. Yeah. And I think we we accomplished that quite well. Yeah. So these these soldiers from over a century ago. Yeah. It's very similar to the sort of writing a song. Yeah. Could you elaborate on that at all, Paul? Well, yeah. You've seen the. Uh, you've sort of seen the documentary. Yeah. Um, uh, we're sort of uh, trying to come up with uh, a new album, and and that's very similar to going to war. You're going to war, sort of with your with your brain and, and with your creativity, with your self confidence, and uh, and uh, sometimes things don't not always work out. But you know, it's all about much like war. It's all about the process. Like uh, Get Back, for example, crazy. You know, the song Get Back. Yes, yeah. Well, originally, the, those weren't the lyrics. Oh, weren't they? No. Originally, the lyrics, you know, sometimes when I'm writing a song, I'll have a difference or just write something quickly yeah. just to get the tune. That's right. Get Back was originally about, um, you know, sort of scrambled eggs. And, oh. you know, we'd go, scrambled eggs, scrambled eggs, scrambled eggs on my toast for breakfast. That footage, we've of, captured that footage um, actually happening in, on camera and we showed it to Paul recently. He was performing at the Caketon in Wellington yes. and... Uh, Said, so is that is that where you wrote it? He said, oh, yeah, that is actually where I wrote it. That's it. I mean, we had actually that captured footage. Yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Peter, uh, you very famously have had a complex relationship with Hollywood. Mm. Um, 
uh, it's quite well known uh, that um, mm. you uh, struggled with your original edit for Frighteners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a serious question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a normal... This is a normal, normal interview for you. Interval band. Yeah. <laughs> our, our film and work in the film industry and working. Yeah, yeah. I get the sense um, watching your latest work, both your documentary uh, work and some of the, the films you've, you've been an EP on, that you're taking advantage of the, the new freedoms of working outside of the Hollywood system. Uh, I was wondering if you could talk to that. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> quite often... <laughs> Go on. Most comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I find it's most comfortable to, uh, you know, work from home, work from uh, I'm in a position mm. now where I've made fuck tons of money and mm. I can just yeah. stay at my house and do most mm. things. So mm. I do that and I don't really talk to anyone. That's very um, sort of similar to sort of the process of writing a song. Yeah, I find there's just there's a lot of directors, where once you get to a position of... Once you get to a position, I just of, don't think it's on my character to make this funny. I just no, no, one's, <laughs> no one's sort of put that pressure on. I just feel an attention that I need to lift it up, but because uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think my character that I have is not particularly a funny character. So no, no, there's no, nothing. It's really, really all riding on your script. Well, I, I really had one bit which was sort of taking <laughs> classic Beatles songs and talking about how the lyrics at first were about sort of. Scrambled eggs on toast for breakfast. <laughs> That's for me, really all I've got. And I was hoping to be able to lean on my two friends to sort of flesh that out and maybe make this comedic uh, yeah, the joy of, more of, of, of pure pasty. Yeah, and yeah. for me, and for me, this is more a conversation about my work in the in the industry. So, I've which been, is very similar to writing a song. Yeah, and I've, I've made these big blockbuster films, and I've moved more to things that find, I find niche and interesting. Like World War One, they shall not grow old, and get back the uh, documentary about you. Your band making uh, one of their albums. Yes, it's my little band. <laughs> my, my, just my right, little, Beatles, little small this band. Iconic, this iconic group from the 60s. Now, make, I, it, fun, I, make it funny. Yeah, absolutely. I find myself acutely aware make right now funny. that I'm talking to two artists that have um, uh, works a funny question or, or, or something that has really entered into the canon of their respective art form with the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, and it's record 11 Oscar wins, and also yeah. the 10-year career of the Beatles. But I'm Quite also talking... Albums, and yeah. the Wings. Never forget the Wings. And, and that's exactly my point, you know. I'm also talking to artists who, at their time, you know, were very experimental, groundbreaking, and I wonder what it, what it feels like. Do you see those works, the Beatles, the Lord of the Rings, mm. as a burden, um, or, or do you embrace that legacy? Well... <laughs> Well, before I get to your, um, before I get to your deeply serious question, I just wanted to touch on uh, Paul McCartney and the Wings. You know, that wasn't the original name of the. Of the that wasn't the original. That wasn't the original name of the uh, of the group. Sort of. Uh, I knew I wanted to do uh, something um, food related. I knew I wanted to do Paul McCartney and something and uh, didn't really have just wanted to came up with the working down from time and took inspiration from what was in my uh, what Linda was keeping in the fridge at the time Was that scrambled eggs? We don't keep scam scrambled eggs in the fridge no, sort Eggs of. and you scrambled them maybe later Well have you ever had scrambled eggs in the fridge? Have you ever had them? Scrambled eggs? In the fridge 
no, we'll have eggs, and then you'll we'll take them out and uh, crack the eggs open, mm. put the eggs into a bowl, <laughs> sort of scramble them up. Then what are you using, sort of cream or, or milk? No, we, we can just do it usually with a bit of butter in the pan. Well, I'll tell you a little trick. Um, actually, one of the best things is a little bit of water. A little bit of water? What? You put a bit of water rather, in there. Rather, what you, what's the use of that? What are you, what are you doing sort of the, the dairy sort of helps. Uh, the dairy sort of affects the uh, the yolks or something. Um, someone, someone, some chef, I think. So put uh, a bit of water in there. Matt Preston. I this from Matt Preston. He's not a chef, though, is he? He's a critic. Uh, yeah, but he obviously loves a meal. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean... If Matt Preston told you put water in eggs, mm. he's not a chef. Mm. Um, listen, I, I don't know Matt Preston. Um, uh, I was wondering if I could ask another question. If you can make a sort of funny question, something about, you know, one of the I, Beatles I think songs. It's, I think it's pretty funny. I think it's pretty it's funny. It's really important it's funny. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sort of trying to shoehorn this uh, sort of scrambled scramble eggs bit. As much as I can, but anything that would sort of lead neatly into it, I would... And turn it into you know, a, like a of, comedy podcast. With yeah, you know, it's sort of greatly appreciated. Because I'm Peter Jackson, I'm director, I'm um, Get Back. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm Paul McCartney, I was in Little Band, and you might have heard of him called The Beatles. <laughs> Peter, we've heard a lot from the Writers Guild of America oh. about the death of the showrunner. Mm. Um, between this work, was, which was originally going to be a film and then evolved into a television series, uh, famously... Uh, eight hours of footage, you couldn't cut it down anymore, and Twin Peaks, The Return. We're seeing a lot of filmmakers moving into the television form, but b- b- bringing their processes. Um, now, I just wondered if you had any thoughts on that, uh, if you've talked to anyone at the Writers Guild of America about showrunners and, and your place in, in this blurring of the lines between film and television. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, it's an interesting question. And obviously, Hollywood's an evolving, evolving community. And the way we make things obviously changes. Um, so it depends on the project we find. Yeah, you know, show, showrunners obviously have their place with TV series. And that's funny. That's a funny Man. question. <laughs> Sorry, Peter. I think it's a project to project question and uh, predicament. Uh, obviously, with Get Back, it was I was the showrunner of that. Obviously, just trawling through this fascinating footage oh, of the Beatles you. in the late sixties. So, sorry to interject. The though, Twilight of the Beatles career. But you weren't the showrunner in in the sense that the WGA Writers Guild of America would consider a showrunner. In, in no, the that's right. And that's right. Yeah. Yes. No, I was. But spiritually, <laughs> it's ours across the project more than anyone. That kind of is the role of a showrunner. Mm. Uh, I think it's a project. As I said, I think it's a project project base. Paul, yeah. uh, you've been in the music industry now for over 70 years, 60, 70 years, I yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have seen your fair share of technological changes from from the uh, record to the compact disc now to the short uh, bursts of songs on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could talk to um, <laughs> how changes in technology have affected the creative process, also in relation, obviously, to high frame rate with The Hobbit. Uh, um, if, if you wanted to interject, Peter. Um, <laughs> of course. Uh, are you sure you didn't want to ask some question about an old Beatles song, maybe, in sort of what the original lyrics were? Talk about or poo or like a silly Yeah, or maybe like why were the Hobbit's feet, how did you get the Hobbit's feet like that? Or, you know, why was the White Album called the White Album? You know, something about, you know, it's I just, I just don't point. think it's on my yeah. character to make this funny. 
Paul? Well, I suppose, um, <laughs> you know, Spotify changed things. Um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, um, <laughs> well, the thing about uh, the music in, in industry is some sort of, it's, no, it's, um, just gonna, you know, it's very similar to sort of uh, scrambling on toast. If you think about it, yeah, think about it. Do that. Do that. If you think about it, um, you know, sometimes I'll wake up in the morning, I'll make myself some breakfast, I'll <laughs> get some eggs and scramble, scramble, put some scrambled Fuck. eggs on toast, and um, you know, that's a big inspiration for me. Uh, Peter, uh, yeah, sure. Oh, sure. We're just going to cut to an ad break uh, now. And uh, coming up after that, we'll more from Peter Jackson and Paul McCartney on The Hollywood Reporter oh. podcast. Welcome back. Um, Peter, we were just talking about technological changes. You famously attempted to use high frame rate on The Hobbit. Um, even your good friend and collaborator, James Cameron, said that perhaps it was um, not done in the best way. Do you still stand by that technology? Uh, <laughs> any thoughts on that? Yeah, high frame rate's an interesting one. <laughs> it's interesting because obviously as filmmakers and as we feel like we're almost the great guardians of the film industry, as a lover of film for my entire life. Mm. <clears throat> I think we have to respect where it's been, but also at the same time exploring where it can go. And I think James, particularly good at that, James Cameron, mm. um, see how long a film can be. <laughs> and um, obviously with his uh, technology, advancement technologies also at Willington uh, with Avatar and his this Avatar franchise. Uh, for me, the fire framework was an exploration, exploration of uh, what we can do there. And I think a lot of technology growth has come from that. And uh, I think we'll always continue to explore. I think they shall not grow old and uh, get back also in that the the, the retouching and re... <laughs> <laughs> retouching work. <laughs> I just thought he was going to bring a funny I just hope he character. keeps going so I don't have to... <laughs> James, can you, put, can you hear some fart noises? Are you sure that's... Maybe occasionally we fart? Maybe, maybe. Maybe we fart. Maybe we both have gas or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe we both had scrambled like eggs Mark. before. We just do farts under it. We do some farts. Um, um, uh, Paul, Paul, yeah. um, I'm sure you don't have any thoughts on high frame rate. Paul, we talked a little bit about it, um, that, that, that exploration, the, the scene in... That has gone viral across multiple platforms. The scene where you're finding a song—it's quite confronting to us, mm. um, having known that song most of our lives. Music has that play, has that sense of exploration. Mm. Uh, I was wondering if you've talked to Peter at all about uh, how he finds that play and exploration in the much more um, broader collaborative framework of filmmaking. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I um, must have been the scrambled eggs. I hope um, uh, that, that helps. That helps. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, well, I can, um, yeah. you know, um, collaboration and uh, artistic collaboration. Uh, is, um, uh, 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 <laughs> what? I just, I'm fine. Do you want me to ask one of your questions? 
I mean, we need to find a way. We need to yeah. find a way for this to be funny at some point. Yeah, yeah so far it's been a little drab. It's been, a, it's been a quite a sincere conversation with two characters, and we're not actually the people. And so I, that's, that's yeah, the predicament yeah. for me is that if crying. you want to have a genuine conversation with people, it's probably yeah. out there for both of them. I think Paul's been quite present in the media for his career, and as, yeah, so as, as have I. That was, that fact, was the I'm thing literally, that... this character I'm doing is based entirely off uh, Peter Jackson going on WTF with Mark Maron. Yeah. So yeah. And, these and, conversations are out there. So for us to put this out into the world, there needs yeah. to be a point of difference. Yeah. yeah. Is it, uh, I, the yesterday thing is uh, is real. The original lyrics for yesterday was something about scrambled so eggs, and and I just thought it'd be funny, yeah. you know, sort of, you know, every song from from sort of the Beatles was, you know, so about scrambled eggs. But that's it's hard to sort of get into that when you're asking me about genuine questions. How how digital music <laughs> is sort of influenced the so is it, so, uh, change the industry. So you're okay. Which, high frame rate. Talking about high uh, frame rate. <laughs> You know, I I, I guess I have some uh, some knowledge of and, and some understanding, but there are, there are smarter people from uh, from the music world mm. out there who have well, done I'm not a, I'm you're articles asking questions out there. That well, I'm were... a heightened character who likes to talk about scrambled eggs. Yeah. So. And I'm just genuinely Peter Jackson. You're asking questions <laughs> yeah. that you genuinely want the answer from these real people. Yes. No, well, see... So I, you're trying to sort of no, talk but to I them. Don't, I don't... Me, Zach, I don't... I mean, I broadly know their opinions on a lot of these questions. Yeah. What I'm going for is is the vibe of, you know, of a of a of a journalist. But you know what this the podcast you know this podcast yeah. what it's here for, don't you? It's just laughter and comedy. Yeah. yeah. But you have to understand from my perspective, uh-huh. you both brought the offer. You brought the offer of playing Peter Jackson. You, after tossing up between Peter Jackson and George Lucas, yeah. brought the offer of, 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 of between Paul McCartney and George Lucas brought the offer of of Paul McCartney. And and I was asked to bring a framework. My understanding was that all I needed to do was to play a serious journalist, give you the framework, because I I was under the impression you had <laughs> jokes. We're sort of, yeah. <laughs> well, they've got the fart now. We've got the fart Excuse now, me, I did a fart. Which is, which so that's, does quite, help that's quite good. I did a fart, <laughs> excuse maybe, me. Maybe try and, maybe try and um, take your serious questions and, mm. and frame them maybe, through a lens yeah. that where they're for someone who really just talks about scrambled eggs. And well, That's great, and I can use that, but I don't know, because I think the biggest issue here is is both you and I are going for direct recreation of, of what we're parroting. Do you yes. understand? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but what I would posit is potentially, what if occasionally we just do this and then a fart comes in and when that happens you have to say, excuse me, I farted. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Okay, yeah, we can try that. Okay. Excuse me, I farted. <laughs> oh, oh, was that you? Yeah. No, I thought that was me. <laughs> Great. So now we're getting what? somewhere. This is good. Excuse me, I this... farted. Great. That's this is really good. Peter, um, on two separate high-profile occasions, you've had to part ways with with an actor um, after the the production process has started. First with uh, Aragon in Lord of the Rings, um, and then later. Who was that? Who did I find? You. Uh, oh, I th- thought you would know. Um, Townsend, uh, the actor from Pete Townsend. Stuart Townsend. Stuart Townsend. I, I, I thought you would know. I'm so sorry. I should. I should know this. I can look it up. Um, Stuart Townsend. I believe. Oh, sorry. Oh, so, excuse me. Sorry, I, I farted. That's good. Um, he was in. Um, he was in. Uh, he was in. Yeah, no, Townsend. Was, yeah. It's hard to play so, part of Aragorn. Uh, uh, a month into filming, uh, you parted ways with Stuart Townsend. Well, Replaced him with Viggo Mortensen. Too young. From Green Book with a part. <laughs> Place him with Vigo Mortensen, and then History again later, violence. you moved on. You you um, 
asked Ryan Gosling to step down from The Lovely Bones, replacing him with Mark Wahlberg after he'd gained a lot of weight. Um, I just wanted to know uh, what that's like, um, how those conversations play out. I know this is probably quite personal, but when you make that decision and realise that it's not going to work, how how do you have that conversation with an actor? Oh, it's heartbreaking. (laughs) Excuse me, I farted. (laughs) (laughs) This is good, actually. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. To, to get along, you, you've built this whole world with this character. You invested, both the, the actor and the filmmakers have invested a lot of time and it's absolutely heartbreaking. But what would be worse is going ahead and making a film that doesn't quite hit and isn't, and, and isn't working for both the actor, the audience and the filmmaker. So these, excuse me, I farted. Now, these, this is important questions to have and it's not enjoyable, but it's part of being a filmmaker. Do you think there's a responsibility on your part for making better choices, for it to have happened twice is is quite um, interesting. But you know, I'm just curious. Yeah, excuse me. Was, sorry, was that, sorry that was me. Yeah, I did fart there. <laughs> no, it's easy. I love firing people. Okay, sure. Paul, um, yeah. can we talk about uh, the 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 end of the Beatles? Um, I know this is a topic you've covered a lot. Mm. Um, was there still contact with John before he was killed? <laughs> Sorry about that. I just seem to have done a fart. You know, yes, there was. Uh, quite famously, I uh, went and visited him in the hotel in New York when he was staying with Yoko. And uh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Which other one would it be? Not Yolk from an egg. I thought it might have been Yoko. Oh, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Yoko, oh, no. Oh, yes, was her twin sister. Um, and, uh, you know, we got together, we had a little jam. We had a little, uh, I went up and... Marmalade and he had like his strawberry or no, we No, 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 like a little, like a band, See, this is like good. A band thing. This is good. You know? The jam thing, misunderstood. But I went up and I uh, spoke to him and uh, had a good time. I hadn't spoken for a number of years and then I went, I went uh, into the lobby the next day. I brought my guitar <laughs> and, uh, you know, I phoned him up and he said... Paul, you can't just come around like this whenever you want. I have a family and I was sort of standing in the lobby with uh, that guitar and then I left sort of downtrodden and it was quite sad and a few days later someone shot him in that very lobby. <coughs> Sorry, I farted. <laughs> you have to excuse me. So, Sorry, I, I do understand this is probably still quite... It's quite fresh. Yeah. Yes. Is that real? Did that really know, happen? He went back and John then told him to fuck off. Yeah, yeah that happened. So, um... But, you know, it was John that wanted to end the Beatles. We were all very happy. We were all very excited. We signed a 10-contract, ten, 10-album uh, ten deal with Apple, and uh, uh, we were all talking about the future of the Beatles. And then, But there was nothing in that contract that said uh, it, it had to jobs. be Beatles, you know, so that we all took that and did solo albums. But it was it was John that he said, no, I've, I've had enough. I want to go write Imagine. Which originally... <laughs> oh! <laughs> Excuse me, I... Uh, I did a little toot there. The farts have saved this, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, Peter, my opinion. I could ask a funny question. Yes. Do you want me to try a funny question? Yeah, please. A funny yes. question, please. Yeah. Peter, we just heard yeah. a little bit about the 10 contract deal. It makes me think about um, the fact that there is a business to what we do. The, you know, it is the film business. Here it comes. Um, Guillermo del Toro was <laughs> originally going to direct the Hobbit trilogy. Um, 
when he had to drop out just be, due to the lawsuits dragging out the process, you did have to step in as a director. Mm. And it's quite known um, from various sources that you didn't want to direct that film, but you had to do it in order to um, maintain the project as a, as a producer. I was wondering if you could talk through that and, 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 and what process did you use or find in order to, to find that creative spark uh, in, a, in, a, in a decision that was clearly led by business? <coughs> I am so sorry about that. Uh, I had too many beans for lunch. Oh, excuse me, I did a fart as well. Well, The Hobbit. <laughs> well, The Hobbit. Give me on the door. Is he going to write that? He's going to direct it? Then he couldn't, and then I did it. Yeah. And I, excuse me, I've, I've just farted out of my bottom. <laughs> uh, but I didn't want to do it. Yeah. But then I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll do it. And then I enjoyed it. But people didn't like it. Because it's, it wasn't necessarily... It wasn't needed. Um, but it, it, it didn't need to be three films. No, it should have been one. Or it none. One or... And what drove that decision to make it into three films? Oh, money. Oh, a very frank answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul. Oh, sorry, I'm... <laughs> I'm currently sitting on a toilet, it seems. <laughs> right, that, that, that fart and poo um, came out of my bottom into the, into the water of the toilet. Well, I appreciate it because it's not me talking about the Well, I have no boundaries, so I'm very happy. Is it part of your creativity to find that you can, that lack of the ability to just take shit in the toilet, <laughs> is that what you can pick up a guitar and play it right, get back like that? No. Paul, there's been a lot of talk online and, and now in traditional media about... Is this the, going to be a funny... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, this will be yeah, hilarious. This will be a funny question. <laughs> about the uh, Nepo baby. Uh, your daughter uh, famously is a, is a very established fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, but she's not uh, Nepalese. <laughs> oh, sorry. Seems I've done a little fart. I'm I'm so sorry. I um. I don't have it in me <laughs> to keep pretending. No, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I get it. I can understand. Um, just ask your serious questions. Did you guys want to go? It's Thirty anyway. So. Uh, did you guys want to go to the shops? Oh yeah, I'd love to get some barbecue shapes. Yes, um, I've checked the fridge. I'm all out of eggs. <laughs> Check the fridge, you're all out of eggs. (laughs) I've checked the fridge and I'm all out of eggs. And I need those eggs to inspire my lyrics. Hmm. Well, I think... (laughs) Can you put on the side of this, look at the uh, video for Hollywood Reported, like that cool jazzy music, put that (laughs) just through it, like little little bits of it, just like it's cutting to shots of us posing on a couch, like... You know those ones? I, for me, what I love do, is do, the little tiki, factoids. Boom, 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 they always do little, like, factoids in writing. And I, uh, <laughs> Scrambled eggs, you're in my ears and on my toast. That was Penny Lane was originally. You've been talking about doing this character for years. <laughs> no, not years. 
You've got a scrambled eggs, man. We finally have it here. It's just, fantastic. You know, but I just thought it would be a little bit of a, just a short, small running gag. It was, it was, I mean, it was the pillar with which we held this podcast yeah. on for 15 minutes. How did that feel, Mark? Sort of makes me question sort of a lot of choices about whether, or just doubt my own ability. Listen, I'm getting the signal from the publicist now. Uh, I think I do have to wrap this up. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, Save the day. Little toot. Um, I just want to thank you both. Um, I, I've been a, a huge fan of your work uh, since I was a child. I mm. used to connect with my father over the music hall. So thank you so much for coming on. It's a real honour. And, and Peter... Um, uh, ever since I saw, um, ever since I saw Heavenly Creatures at Sundance Film Festival, uh, I've been a huge fan of your. Oh, work. thank you. Yes. Have you seen they? Sh- oh. <laughs> Have you seen they shall not grow old? Yeah, I watched about half of it on a plane. <laughs> Peter, Paul, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Thank you a pleasure, absolute pleasure. Indeed. Next week we'll be talking to Timothy Chalamet and um, Chalamet. 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 Next week, we'll be talking to Timothy Chalamet and Brendan Fraser about um, art, comedy, and trauma. It's a powerful uh, podcast. (laughs) Join us next week on the Hollywood Reporter (laughs) podcast. Peter, uh, Paul, thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) You've been listening to the Auntie Donna podcast. Thanks for joining us for another RIP episode brought to you by AuntieDonnaClub.com. See you next week. Listener.